0: May I abide in well-being, in freedom from affliction, in freedom from ill-will, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from anxiety, and may I maintain well-being in myself. May everyone abide in well-being, in freedom from affliction, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from ill will, in freedom from anxiety, and may they maintain well-being in themselves. May all beings be released from all suffering, And may they not be parted from the good fortune they have attained. So so we have um, 45 minutes more or less to uh, Consider, practice loving-kindness together. Hmm. It's already been a full day, hasn't it? It's hard to imagine that some people starting next week or the week after will do the same kind of schedule for three months every day. Can you believe that? (laughs) It's an amazing thing to do. Hmm. So this practice, it's not uh, it's not always easy. Would you agree with that? After a full day like this, maybe passages of da- doubt or exhaustion, confusion. Maybe some good moments, no, of ease, of a spacious mind, maybe. Or lightness of heart, maybe. I liked uh, Anushka's talk, uh, she was kind of wrapping up uh, the talk today saying, what, the only thing that makes sense in the end is kindness. Were you hearing that or it was just me? There was something about this. When you discover how things are conditional and shaky and unreliable, For everyone, that is a universal experience, that there's uncertainty. We don't know what's coming. We won't be able to completely control it. When we discover this deeply, we're touched. And then kindness is what emerges. Not depression, (laughs) not, you know. In the beautiful outcome, what comes is uh, tenderness for life. Yeah. There's a... poet Naomi Nye, you might you might know of her work uh, I brought my computer because I wanted to read you this uh, poem that uh, feels like uh, it almost feels like she sat retreats you know and <laughs> has been touched by the uncertainty and the shakiness and the scene what it is to have a m- body and how mm, kind of the predicament, the human predicament of having senses, being touched all the time by uh, cold and warm and aches and memories and impressions and thoughts, you know. Anyway, she wrote this, you can, there's, there's some length to it, I won't read ever all of it, but most of it, so take it as a meditation if you want. It's called Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things, feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened breath. What you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go. So you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world and to say, it is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere like a shadow or a friend. We might need a second day of practice tomorrow to make that clear, that (laughs) kindness is the deepest thing, the best friend we can have. When we teach um, Vipassana meditation, insight meditation like this, often we'll teach uh, uh, the cultivation of kindness because they go really well together, hand in hand. To sit like this in the midst of all the turmoils of the psyche one needs to be accompanied by really beautiful qualities of mind really helpful qualities of mind wholesome qualities of mind and kindness is one that is known to be like that always welcome never not helpful Uh, um, our kindness our friendliness Uh, And here I'm not talking about like the Facebook book kind of friendliness. (laughs) It's a a different kind of friendliness here that we want to touch into. It's a friendliness... um, It's a caring quality, really. A caring about what's happening. For uh, most of us, it's kind of um, very conditional, this kind of love or caring, capacity to care. Uh, Even haphazard, is that the word in English? Like it shows up, it's available, whoops, it's gone. Something else is in the psyche instead, you know. And then whoops, it reappears over there. And through this practice, it says that we can actually cultivate this, nurture this, uh, learn uh, to invite it, learn to sustain it when it 's there. Learn to have it grow so that it can actually have uh, a lot of uh, depth and width and breadth and use all the measurements you, you want you know that it can become actually really a best friend, this quality of mind. And so it can accompany us in all situations. This um, basic kind of benevolence that I'm talking about um, can become extremely malleable. So much so that uh, when it suddenly encounters what is difficult, it can easily maybe uh, become compassion, caring for the difficult. And if this benevolence, this goodwill in the mind meets beauty, success, joy, pleasure, then it can rejoice, yeah? And so, um, I've sat in this hall, like Kanushka was saying, being in all kinds of, uh, in this this way, looking this way, looking that way, and, and uh, for several years I had the chance with others, maybe, I'm not sure, in the room, to sit here, uh, Mm-hmm. a little bit earlier in the summer when there's the family retreat the family retreat is um something like 30 re- 30 families coming with 40 something children this is the hall it's kind of taken over by the families and it's not as uh, it's a little bit more messy and beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful but i'll be sitting here uh, teaching or and there'll be like loads of kids and arms and legs <laughs> you know. And, So he's looking at me like this. Anyway, there's a bunch of teenagers in the back all crashed on top of each other (laughs) over there, like on cushions, you know, listening to the stories and the teachings and families, little lumps of people there. It's very beautiful. And uh, I I like to tell this story because often it will put us in the mood, so I'm playing a trick on you and trying to put us in the mood (laughs) of metta, kindness and friendliness. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, there's one particular memory that I have of the family retreat where, actually, I asked the teenagers who would come to the family retreat, maybe for many years, some of them, they're like, I'm 14, this is my uh, 12th retreat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and some of them come to the teen retreat also, where we have like 70 teens sitting here practicing meditation you know calming the mind gathering the mind opening the heart uh, exploring life very interesting setups but anyway I asked a bunch of the teenagers if they would be willing to uh, uh, teach the community uh, loving-kindness and they took it on you know it was very beautiful so uh, they were all a bunch of them were here in front and they said uh, they came very serious and they explained what was metta and it was a kindness that was unconditional it was not just for family members but for all beings you know it didn't choose it wanted well-being for everyone and and so we would do this all together and who shall we send um, send metta to and so some of the younger kids they were like oh we have to send um, meta kindness, wishes of well-being to um, hippopotamus. <laughs> and so the whole community together, in vo- out loud, you know, said, May all the hippopotamus be happy. <laughs> and then we took a moment to let this vibrate, echo, you know, be touched by that thought, you know. Who else? The fish. May all the fish everywhere be safe. May the fish be happy." Do you say fish or fishes? Fish. And then somebody said, I don't know, maybe the teachers. And we paused and considered maybe the number of teachers on the planet. Then we said, may all teachers everywhere be safe from harm, inner harm and outer harm. Can you feel the, how, how much of a, kind of a it's a kind of an oil that makes everything fluid in a community when there's kindness? Imagine kindness being present uh, in a society, or between two person, two people. yeah? Or imagine it being absent when it's not there the difference so it's the same thing in the mind when in the psyche there's this friendliness it makes everything a little bit more bearable easier to be with easier to approach to touch yeah we're saying uh, it said it says in the teaching that uh, this kindness when it's in the mind it's good here and there in the mind it's a good it's an ally in the mind but also uh, for the future it's a good thing because of neuroplasticity when i have kindness here now i'm training kindness to be there later so it says that it's good in the psyche it's good for the future of the one who feels it it's good for the relationships for the community it's good in all ways And it takes many forms and i want to say this so it uh, if you might think like oh not me this is the one thing i can't feel well no we would not have survived up to now if we were not able to if we didn't have access to this it takes many forms sometimes it can be very uh, oh i love everyone and i really wish everyone to be happy you know it can be kind of grandiose and has a, have a lot of um felt sense to it like feel feel the feel the love kind of but it can also be extremely simple i like the very simple version where there's a i don't know how to call it it's a kind of a basic goodwill or benevolence like sometimes it's uh, i was talking about this in montreal in the group this sometimes i feel it's just a kind of availability a willingness to be there it it has this color for me sometimes one particular color is the wish that it went it goes well for people for situations so this kind of uh approaching a situation or a person with their well-being in mind with it going well it's known to be a a protection for the mind. It's an interesting concept. A protection. If you have kindness in your mind heart, mind heart, the way you perceive reality is a little altered. There's a little less hostility around. You can see this when the, the Dalai Lama was a, seems to have a lot of metta. That's the Pali word for loving kindness. When he uh, he says that, when he meets people, he always has the feeling that he's meeting old friends. Like he sees somebody, he's like, "Hey, hey! It's been a long time." <laughs> kind of like that's how he feels. Imagine going about your business like this, your life like this. People who meet him seem to report something similar. They say they feel like they've been really seen when they 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 they've met him so anyway i'm throwing a few little stories and images around so that we can kind of enter maybe that field some And so it's something that we can cultivate. And if we were to do Vipassana to its very end, it says that it would be the outcome. The outcome would be the what the Buddha seems to have described as the sure heart's release. The sure heart's release. Somewhere else you can read that it seems to say that the, the heart or the mind, it's kind of the same thing in the Buddhist psychology, the heart-mind is naturally... Radiant, naturally responsive. It's because of visiting forces that we experience confusion, and jealousy, envy, doubt, self-loathing, uh, etc. The mind is the mind. The heart is naturally radiant. What's the title of this retreat? Uncovering innate, innate freedom. Huh? Uncovering innate radiance. Maybe we could say tonight. And so, it's something that is natural to us. And so, maybe we'll be invited tonight to go there again, uh, if it feels right to you. So I invite you to take a posture that um, you'll be able to hold, that will be mm, as as comfortable as possible for the next... uh, 20 minutes or so and if you want to uh, you can have the posture that is has the uh, relaxation and wakefulness to it but if you want to crash a little bit I won't tell anyone I won't tell the adults (laughs) So make yourself uh, comfortable. And so just connect with this being sitting here yourself. This being you spend so much time with that you know so well all their wishes and secrets and imperfections and and you know how not easy it is to be this one i'm taking guesses here you know but chances are that's how you feel it's not always easy to be you it's not always easy to be me You might, with that thought, also touch how you want this being to experience ease and clarity, maybe some lightness. This life that is inside of you, that you feel now, through the pulsations, or tingling, the consciousness, the intelligence that is there, this life that is inside of you, feel how much you want it to be safe and well. You want it to be protected, maybe free, you want freedom. this life inside of you. This is metta, a simple wish of well-being. You might uh, think of yourself, we do this sometime, it's a kind of a classic way we have now to touch uh, this uh, wish of well-being. You might think of yourself as a child, You might see yourself at some age there, or just have this child in mind. Think how you would want this child or want this child to be safe and happy. this child that you were once. Even as a newborn, imagine yourself as a newborn, maybe even in your arms now. How would you hold that tiny little one What would you wish for them? Before you let her go, Send them a last wish of well-being, of safety, of courage or clear mind, some quality you would wish for them. Let the thoughts this little one dissolve feel you're sitting here again you're breathing <laughs> feel this one that is alive now both fragile and strong sensitive Feel again how much you want this one to be safe and to have uh, wisdom and clarity, ease of being maybe, joy. You want silently or with words inside of you, wish well being to this body that is there, health. May the breathing system be healthy, and the digestive system of this being here, be healthy. May all the other systems, the immune system, the other systems in this body be well may this being experience uh, mental health May they experience unconditional love. May they love themselves as they are. If you want, you could just think this, may I love myself just as I am, if it feels right. you want. Now bring to mind a good friend or a loved one. You might see them or have them in mind somehow. Think of the life force in them, how you want this life to be protected, be safe, how you want them to be safe from inner and outer harm. If you want, stay a moment with them in your heart, we could say, Or in mind, just appreciating them, caring for them, wishing them well, however you want to spend these next couple of minutes with this being. Before you let them go, wish them some quality, like courage or compassion, acceptance, something you think could help them along. Let them go for now. Come back to your breath. You're sitting here. If you want, think of someone in this room now might know them very well, or not at all, or very little. But just think of the life also inside of them. How you might wish also for this life to be safe. This person to experience ease or peace of mind. How, like you, they might fear pain, dislike pain, want safety and ease. How, like you today, they might have been separated at times from what they wanted to feel or experience. See if you can keep this person in mind and heart and wish them well. this, we're still developing this capacity to direct our attention and sustain it. Now with this particular intention of uh, well-wishing, of metta, so if you drop this person, you lose them in your mind, just start over again, bring them to mind. just consider their fragility as a human being, their sensitivity, how they can be visited by difficult states of mind and beautiful ones, and see what you wish for them. If you have a last wish for them before you let them go. And for the last few minutes you could just sit here. quietly, just hearing the sounds of the night or entering into friendship, if possible, with this body, pulsing, breathing, releasing heat. If you still have energy in 15 uh, minutes or so come back we'll do a last short uh, sit together maybe 20 minutes max that'll be the way to go towards the bed maybe okay thank you